Good morning. This is Minnesota River Valley Master Gardener, Barb Lampson, and with me this morning is my fellow Master Gardener, Karen Wright. Hey, Karen, here it is, Christmas at last, and we're talking about uh, traditions, favorite memories, things that we have enjoyed over the years about Christmas, and we'd like to share those with our listeners. Right. So one of my favorite memories, when my parents were alive and we were young, we invited all our cousins over for a meal. And the cool thing was, was we were big gardeners back then because we lived on a farm. So we used to use our potatoes, our carrots, our corn, our onions, all from our garden for the meal. And then us kids would help peel the potatoes, cut the carrots, etc. So it was always a family affair. And I'll never forget making cranberry relish. We had this thing that was a meat grinder that you attached to. Yes, yes. Attached and you would grind. Well, we would put the frozen cranberries in there as well as oranges with their peels on. And that's how we made cranberry relish and that was so fun we'd always say I want to I want to grind it I want to grind it and and it, now people get it in a can sometimes but I thought that was just the coolest thing yeah and you know what Karen we used to do that too and and this meat grinder had uh, it had to be attached to something and the only thing we really had my mother didn't want to attach it to the table we had this bench that our grandmother oh. had. we attached it to that and somebody would sit uh, on the end of the bench one person would turn and the other person would feed in the cranberries and the oranges and you'd take the seeds out and then you'd feed the whole rest of the thing and then my mother would mix in the sugar Oh, my gosh. Then they had to sit in the refrigerator all night long so the sugar would macerate those cranberries and that show good. We attached ours. We had cutting boards that pulled out, and so we used to attach to that. That was our our way of doing it. So, yeah, the the, the meal was always kind of a big focus. You know, in our house, we would wait till the week of Christmas to put up our Christmas tree, and my mother would always say, the windows have to be washed. Your bedrooms have to be clean. You have to have clean bedding, you know. You had to go through this whole big litany of things she had for you to it's do. Like, instead of spring cleaning, it was before Christmas cleaning. Yes, it, it, it did seem like that. But I just learned that she was just very smart about getting us to, to clean up our rooms. <laughs> Other Santa won't give you a present. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, a lot of times on Christmas Eve... We would have Swedish dumplings, which is part of our heritage, and that was wonderful. Then we would open up our gifts that we had given to each other. We would draw names in, in the family, the children, and we could do that. And, and we would have a Christmas story and maybe play games and then go to bed as soon as possible so that we could get up early in the morning and see what, what Santa had brought for Christmas. And and that was always a big deal. I remember I was seven years old when I got my first pair of skis and cross-country. And I went to country school as did my older sister and brother. We all got these skis, and we skied to school. We were the only kids with skis, and we just thought it was the greatest thing in the whole world. And we'd take them in, and we'd put them in the coat room. And then when school was out, we'd take our skis, and away we'd go. And boy, did that save a lot of time. My dad always talked about that they skied to their school as well as a country school. You want to hear a naughty story of what we used to do? Oh, I can't imagine. Well, you know, my parents were dairy farmers, so they were always down the barn. And so us kids would be up there, and there would be lots of presents under the trees. So my older sister was always the instigator. And we would carefully remove the tape and unwrap our packages, and we'd play with whatever toy it was. And then we knew about when the parents would come up from the barn. So then we would quickly wrap them back up. Oh, wow. We ruined the surprise. But that was, yeah, we did that. 
I always thought, we always said our mother had eyes in the back of her head because we didn't get away with very much. But in addition to limited number of gifts that we would get, we had company come over, we had neighbors drop by, and we had delicious food. When you woke up in the morning on Christmas Day, you could smell the turkey baking or the goose. It could be either one. It was absolutely wonderful. I used to lay in bed and, and dream about what it was going to be like to have that dinner that afternoon. Well, you know, people make fun of fruitcake all the time, but let me tell you, my dad was a great baker. He loved to bake, and he could make a good fruitcake. You know, so many of these, they're just hard as rocks, and they're not very good, but he would make one that was soft and moist and so good. So I do remember baking cookies was a huge part of our traditions, and right now we continue that in our family, have friends come over, and we bake dozens and dozens of cookies, and we give them away. I, I think those cookies, my goodness, how many freezers were filled with Christmas <laughs> cookies until the 4th of July? Oh, yeah. Because you always overbaked those, and then there was only so many of those that you wanted to eat, and you got tired of them. You wanted right. to, let's <laughs> have some chocolate chip cookies, you know. Yeah. We want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas, and want to thank you for listening this year, and we'll see you in, in 2023. 2023. Yes.